0: to three. Sexton works on Irving trying to get loose. He'll fire. He Knocks it down! Osman steps into a long distance jumper. Allen to the bucket! He crushes it home! Get off to Garland for three. Hey! Knocks it down! Drummond toward Valanchunas. Finds a cutter and a Coro! And a Coro thunders it home! By Kyrie. Sexton got it back. Nance for the tie! Hey! Yes. Knocks it down! Love hands it off! Cavaliers by seven, and uh, Cleveland. Time. This is for you. Hey, Chris Manning here from the Locked On Cavs podcast. Joined as always by my co-pilot, the other half of this fantastic duo. It's Evan Damerel. On today's show, we're going to talk about Cavs Sons, which was a ton of fun. Uh, Isaac Okoro, obviously being the star of that game. We're going to talk about the Blazers game coming up tomorrow on May 5th. And we're going to talk about Anderson Vergeau speaking to the media now that he is officially back. With the Cleveland Cavaliers did not play on uh, Tuesday evening against Phoenix, but did do go through some warm pregame stuff and uh, shoot around and everything, and he seemed pretty thrilled to, to be back. But before we get into today's show, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. So stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. Evan this this was a fun game. I think as far as late season basketball goes especially in this condensed season, considering all the players that are out for Cleveland, Darius Garland, Larry Nance Jr sort of the chief two there you know fun game goes to overtime Cavs lose 134 to 18 they were outscored 20 to 4 um in overtime and as far as the betting lines go the Cavs had a th- had a were 13 point dogs and in, in some books at least and uh their overtime cost anyone that that took the Cavs in that in that model um I can name one person that I will not name, but it wasn't me uh tough look Tough look for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, it is tough, but it was a fun game, like you said. Um, overtime is
1: just kind of unfortunate, but um, eh, at least I think we're gonna have some fun basketball on the stretch because this Cavs team has no quit, and I don't think they're really gonna lay down. Uh, JB Vickerstaff and Colin Sexton won't let them, at least.
0: Yeah, and I think you know, if, depending on if you how much if you get Darius back at all, um, you know, maybe they'll rest. I, it wouldn't shock me if like maybe Kevin gets tomorrow night off, and tomorrow's kind of a stinker. That that's like a schedule situation. You know obviously I like, mean, you know, Indiana. Even here, if
1: they rested Kevin Love, they're gonna get the same impact even if he did or did not play,
0: so but um dump. Um, you know, like you get Indiana next week and Indiana is like atrocious right now in a lot of ways, like their defense is just is horrific. Uh Tony East from Lockdown Pacers had a tweet that they give up like four hundred and seventeen points or something like that over a certain treachery games and like That's three absurd. games, and I was just like they gave up like hundred and fifty <sighs> to the
1: Wizards last night and regular play. Like there's no overtime involved, yeah. it's nuts. Yeah, it,
0: it's it's quite brutal. But we're not here to talk about the Indian Pacers. Go check out our friend Tony East on Locknut Pacers if you want that. But the Cavs lose again, one thirty-four to one eighteen, uh, leading the way in this one. Isaac Okoro with a career high thirty-two. Um, I don't want to shout him out, but I have to because I saw it from him. First, just as Justin Rowan from the Chase down pointed out, uh, that that is higher than Sexton, Garland, and Kevin Porter Jr. all had as their rookie season highs. Uh, Colin Sexton added twenty-nine points. Jetty Osmond had sixteen. Jared Allen had seventeen and eight rebounds uh for phoenix devin booker 31 chris paul 23 and mikhail bridges had 22 DeAndre Ayton had 15 and 8 with frank kaminsky adding 11 off the bench all right evan so mvp i think we're both gonna pick the same guy here so let's just let's just gush over isaac okoro here for a minute
1: oh yeah isaac is my mvp pick right like you said he's yours too and he looked so good tonight um just a lot of encouraging signs in general um Just he built upon, I think, or maybe, yeah, built upon is a better way to put it. Like, the flashes of potential he showed to Auburn, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Like, he's really freaking good defensively. And um, shouts to Justin Rowan one more time. Justin, your check's in the mail. Don't worry.
0: No, no, no. He owes us money.
1: He owes us a plug on the Cleveland Cavaliers official podcast. $400. $400. Or a plug is fine, too, because the Canadian to American transfer rate might make things a little complicated, but... Um, he pointed this out that Mike Schmitz was on, of ESPN, was on Brian Windhorst podcast, and he said when analyzing Okoro's film, he took massive leaps each season. And I think maybe we're starting to see a little bit of, not a massive leap, but a leap on offense. Like, I think in the last six or seven games, Okoro scored in double digits. He's looked really sharp from the line. He's been looking more and more confident in his three point shot. And his handle's looking good, and his playmaking's looking good as well. There's six, six dimes tonight. Like, that's super encouraging in itself. And, um, okoro looked great. I'm um, simply put, like I really enjoyed watching him play tonight. He was a lot of fun. um Really taking into to a good Phoenix team on offense, and also had the tough task of defending Chris Paul and Devin Booker tonight. So again, um, Isaac okoro's defensive assignment list just continues to grow with a more impressive resume in his rookie season. But yeah, really good game for okoro Easily our MVP pick, and maybe another pick soon after.
0: You, you, I think definitely. All right, so here's his full stat line: thirty-two points six assists for for one isaac coro um, which i i haven't checked but i think has to be a career high um he also had just one turnover he had three rebounds he had a steal he uh was was a cool three of four from three was 10 of 16 from the field and nine of nine from the free throw line that's just a really really impressive performance mm-hmm. um you know i i think we both have big believers in his stock. I think some people that watch him play on a nightly basis, I I think I would consider myself in this group um, as a little tease for something I'm writing for Through the Sword on Friday, like I, I've been poking around a little bit to see where people might think of him as, as an all rookie candidate, and I don't think he's going to be a rookie um, either first or second team, but I think there's a there should be a very strong case for him. Um, you know, like none of the big catch all counting metrics, um, whether it's like something older like PER or something like like value of replacement or whatever, like don't really rate him very high because a lot of the stuff that he does very well is not counting stat stuff. Um, the only guy that's like sort of made an all rookie team that is comparable to him is is Matisse Thybul and Tybalt was different because he played in a really good situation. And like, that was like sort of the expectation and, and, you know, later pick and everything like that. Um, I think a has been really impressive. And I think, you know, he's been really impressive as of late. This might've been, you know, he's had some really, really great games as a rookie, this I think maybe is his best game obviously he made some mistakes late um you know had a couple Aaron passes and whatnot but I think did a lot in this game that makes you really really believe in him mm-hmm. um, and Evan that transitions us into play of the night and mind is just every time Isaac Okoro drove to the lane and got a foul yeah. every time that happened because I I think his handle is is maybe the it's arguably a bigger project than his than his shot in some ways. But he's really strong he like in this for instance he drove through mikhail Bridges' chest and mikhail bridges is like all nba caliber defensive player um really really good really really good wing for phoenix very long and, you know, or had and one through him. He's getting very comfortable, at least at that stuff, and he's really good when he can use his strength and putting some pressure on the defender to to put guys in uncomfortable positions. That's a really positive sign, and those plays, to me, were the thing that popped for him in this game. But what about you, Other, uh, as your play of the night? My play of the night pick was about
1: towards the end of the first quarter. Um, there was a little bit of a haphazard pass that would have resulted to Devin Booker's steal, but Colin Sacken just made the right read as a free safety. Uh, picked up the pass, drove it down 12 feet, I believe, for the layup. It was a really just really cool play on Colin's part, and I just really enjoyed it. It was a smart play as well, like just being aware of what was going on in-game. And um, good vision on Colin's part. I know I don't say that often, but I, I, it's the <laughs> truth. But, um, you know, that's just a really encouraging sign from Colin and just a fun play. I think Yurikora 1 is probably the easier winner of the two, but something that deserves a shout-out, at least for me.
0: Yeah, Collinhead, I think, had a lot of positives in this game. I think some negatives. You saw, like, you know, I think possession to possession at times. Like, he made that one really nice free to uh, find you, Kyle ben- Kyle Bengay, uh to the corner and then the next possession just, like, drove into f- the, the defenders and turned the ball over. Like, he very much vacillated between, like, some really good stuff and some really bad stuff. And then Young, he, I think, stealthily is figuring some stuff out and whatever, and we don't need to have the common second discourse here because I think we both agree that there's stuff he does very well and there's stuff he doesn't, and that's okay because he's near three in a weird situation. Yeah. Um, so, Evan, stat of the night. What, what is your stat of the night for Cavsons? Uh, it's going to be a cheekier one. With this loss to the Phoenix Suns,
1: the Cleveland Cavaliers are now tied with the Orlando Magic and the Oklahoma City Thunder for the fourth-worst record in the NBA. And I think Cleveland wins tiebreakers because of their losses to OKC and Orlando throughout this season. So Cleveland right now has the fourth-worst record. I know the odds are split up between those four teams, of course. But, hey, the Cavs have a better chance at a draft pick for this one, a good draft pick for this one. So that's my stat of the night. How about you?
0: That, that's thats a good one. So mine is just that the Cavs, I mean, we found played played uh, f- almost five minutes. Mine just is the number seven because the Cavs functionally played like seven players in this game, and yeah. like we saw, Isaac Horo in overtime um, grabbing at his leg a little bit, and like I think it just cramps. It's not it's not like an injury or anything of that nature. But this Cavs team, I, I think a thing I want to ask every player if the Cavs do media exit uh, interviews again. Historically, this is not something they have done, mm. so like we'll see if they if they do that or not. But I do believe that like I would like to ask every single player how the season ultimately feels now that it's done. And then I, and when we get back to the fall, I want to ask all of them, hey, you had a summer to rec- You had a summer to recover. You had a summer to get your body right and to, to rehab. How do you feel now that you got some time off and looking back on that season? Those are, I think, just very interesting questions about the, the health of the players. What kind of face are you making right now? I'm just thinking about coming back this summer. Did you see what Anthony Edwards said
1: about what he's going to work on this offseason? Oh, I love
0: it. Look, all I'm going to say is look, Anthony Edwards Anthony is so Edwards. fun if anthony edwards ever gives up like being open honest with the media people like we're not going to dive in there go check out locked on timberwolves um for for that but uh sorry that's that's why i was smiling and laughing i just thought of that he should never stop being fun because it is good and players i understand not everyone wants to talk with us but it's like very refreshing for someone to just like have a good time with this because we're all here just for the vibes i think ultimately vibes into like you know bread on the table and, and whatever but that's where we are with Cavs sons and Chris it's real quick what? speaking of your stat of the night being
1: seven Anderson Vergeau is wearing 17 and maybe we should hit pause pay some bills and come back and talk about Andy
0: look man that's where I was going that's I was trying to transition us here like uh transition like whatever my Anthony Colin Sexton shirt
1: video listeners if you know
0: i am sexton is very fast in transition i will you know really yeah. a, pro, a pro thing for but for, we we're are not, not fast I mean, transitioning to, to this ad read so we never do uh we're going to tell everyone about our friends first at michelab ultra and we're going to name our ultra player of the week so evan this ultra player of the week has to exude joy happiness enjoyment uh we have to talk about you know the fact that Michelobaltre is a great beer that's only worth it if you enjoyed it. At 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, how could you not enjoy it? Um, I think the Ultra Player of the Week, just based on this performance, we've talked about him a lot. It's Isaac Okoro.
1: Yeah, it's easily Isaac Okoro. He can't
0: drink a Michelobaltre yet, unfortunately.
1: No, he cannot, so... Isaac, as a as a brand ambassador for Michelob Ultra, I'll drink yours for you um, some other time. But right now, yeah, Isaac has been phenomenal for the Cavs this last week, and hopefully he just keeps building up on
0: it. Uh, what, Evan, I'm going to ask you just this. Uh, yes or no, Would you, if you had a vote, would you put Isaac Okoro on second team all-rookie? Yes. I think I would, too. And remember, Joy, uh, its a, enjoyment isn't the game game. It's the whole game. I think Isaac Okoro, for him, you know, playing the defense he has, that is, is a win for him, and that is that is the whole game. Again, Mikelob Ultra, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. Are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? Check out Mikelob Ultra, and uh, Isaac Okoro is our Ultra Player of the Week. All right, Evan, uh, you you transitioned us there. We're going to go to Anderson Varejao next so he had uh, media availability um, on Tuesday. He did not, again, did not play on Tuesday uh, after he officially signed his 10-day contract with the team. We got a quote from Kobe Altman per press release. That was absolutely not how a real human talks, but that I guess that that that'll suffice uh, for now. Anyway, what do you, what do you make? What did you make of what Andy had to say? What popped to you? What's what stood out? What was uh, about Andy's uh, session? Uh, uh, what, what what stood out to you?
1: Uh, what popped to me is that he personally thanked Dan Gilbert twice, but the fact that Andy is really coming in. JB said this as well pregame, and he was talking about Andy, like he's going to be a veteran presence for this locker room and just kind of help guide these young players and make them better on a game-to-game basis. Because I like, let's just go through his track record. He has 12 years at the Cavs. His peak was 14 and 14, but he had a Cat, an injury, a blood clotting issue that took him down. He's had an Achilles problem with the calves, obviously, banged up, but. I'm of the opinion that 17 should be retired, which is, you know, is Veragel's number. But um, I think it's just a fun story. I think it's harmless. I don't think he's going to play much. Maybe he'll play some of Cleveland's minutes towards he, the end he, of the season.
0: He, he, the, the, the cap he put on himself was like 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's realistic. He's 39 years old. He has a bad Achilles. Um, I was talking to uh, the best Cavs beat reporter in front of the pod, Ashley Bastock, about this. But Andy was talking about how – he was working out in his garage, and I just kept getting this visual image of, like, him living in, like, a modest suburban home in Northeast Ohio with, like, an oil stain on his garage floor and, like, a weight set from, like, the late 80s, early 90s. He's just sitting like there.
0: Like, the, like, the, the yeah, the, the, he's got, like, the twist on dumbbells, Yes, you yes, know?
1: yes, and he's, like, just benching, just waiting for Kobe to give him the call, and then, it, this has been set in motion for a few days, apparently. Apparently, the Cavs, that's an, another thing that stood out, is apparently Andy, and the Cavs have been talking about this for the better part of this season so i think it's fun i think it's harmless i really don't think it's that big a deal in the grand scheme of things like i don't know uh i didn't watch much mad men but i know don draper's nostalgia is poetic and um it works so might as well just have some fun with it and roll with it i
0: guess love mad Men. what a great television show um i don't i think people getting annoyed about this are are quite silly like i like it's like, like what, people. Like, it's no like people who got like,
1: mad at him for signing with Golden State after the Cavs traded into to Portland. Yeah, the
0: Cavs like salary dumped him. They were just like, bye.
1: Yeah, they like, dumped
0: him for. They offered him a ring. He didn't take it, and yeah. he was still pretty happy for them. by you know, he got asked about that today. Um, I I I just really empathize with Andy because, like, I I can't imagine like just knowing what most players do in the summer, even like this past summer, um, when off season with with COVID and everything like guys were really get a lot of five on five in they get at least like they're getting they're working out with other players like you know for instance in in nashville darius was working out with like robert covington uh, among other players and like a lot of guys are in new york still and, and, and like maybe Colin not everyone worked it's not out as, chris like, paul Right, like, it's not as congested as, like, it might be in certain summers where, like, a ton of guys are, like, all all with that one trainer, uh, no free ads, who, who, you know, is in New York, KBJ is training with him and stuff, Kevin is training with him, Donovan Mitchell is training with him, etc. Maybe don't have that in, like, the runs that you might get, which a lot of guys will play, you'll see the clips of, like, people playing five-on-five at at gyms in New York or whatever, but, like, you're still getting working with, with trainers, you're still getting, like, working with other players and stuff. Andy was worried, like, by his account, um, so we're going to take him as his word, was playing, doing some one-on-one basketball stuff. He has not played a basketball game of any kind, whether it's professional for the Brazilian national team, whatever, since 2019 when he was in China playing in the World Cup for his native Brazil. Um, like, he has been off the court for a long time. He's obviously got the, the as you alluded to and said, that the big run of injuries that really has derailed him in a lot of ways. Like it is all extremely complicated for him to kind of like figure all of that out. And like, uh, I, I empathize with him trying to do this. And like, I, I I think it's, no, I don't think he's going to play a ton. I hope, you know, he Uh, said like he referred himself in the third person was like, I hope I can go out there and, and do some stuff like, like Andy used to. Um, but I I just, I think it's, it's whatever, like he's going to get to retire Cavalier. That's cool. Let's just like I think like doing I think like also like I think if you can do right by players that's not a bad thing to do as an organization. The Cavs have the means to do it. The order of operations of it obviously I as we said I at least said on Monday show is very funny to me because like you, they made it harder than it needed to be with the hardship exception and everything. But I I do not have a problem with this. I think it's fun. It was he was a uh, very well spoken. It was cool to see all the 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 hero the Portuguese the the Brazilian media asking questions in Portuguese. Um it was it was cool. I I have no qualms with Anderson and Veraje just doing this and like again it was it it's going to be fun to just see him like play 10 minutes in a random game. Like I don't know if it's tomorrow, I don't know if it's against Dallas. Um I I think it's cool that he's going to finish his embryo career with the Cavs, the franchise that, like, I think he should be tied to for for now and forever.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Do you think they try and give him Udonis Haslam honors and they just sign into a vet man and let him be that 15th guy who never plays, but he's always just a presence to be there if he really is a... If he is that positive and influences J.B. Hopes, would you be opposed to that? So, like, I
0: don't really ever hate those things. Like, I understand that, like, you know, in a you're you're maybe some teams will consider that's like a waste of a roster spot and like i i know some people are like why doesn't ud just become a coach but like i i think there is a difference when you have a guy in the locker room that can do that stuff and like if andy can be that guy i don't think that's like and a terrible thing i don't think you know UD it's like is the a, worst thing in the world is a bridge between the coaching staff and the
1: roster the players like he serves as a yeah. conduit for both and i think andy could if he is open to it could serve that role
0: like, if you had him and Deli doing that, I don't think that's, like, a terrible outcome. And maybe Deli is more likely to see some minutes or whatever. But, like, I, I don't think that's, like, a terrible thing to do. I don't know if Andy is I, – I mean, I don't, he didn't get asked this. Maybe that was a a flaw in the presser. But, like, maybe, like, you know, is Andy going to play next year? I don't know what his future exactly holds. Um, It seems sort of – the hints of it are sort of that, like, this is, like, a wind-down for him, right? Like, this is just kind of, like, him, like, putting a bow on this. Um. But maybe he does one more year where, the, where he gets a, a chaining fry-ass kind of last season or whatever. I don't know.
1: That'd be pretty neat. I don't know. It'd be pretty cool. Um,
0: but like I said, and I'll I, say I, this the whole time I? again,
1: retire 17. Go ahead.
0: Well, but I, I guess, like, do you, do you think there is anything, like, to the – the there's the criticisms of this. Do you have, like, any take on if there – we we talked about this a little bit, but, like, there have been some people that have kind of raised distinct about this. Do you have any qualms with, with this? Um, no, because in this moment in time, the Cavaliers have seven games less in,
1: left in their season. They were eliminated from the playoffs yesterday. They're just trying to find positive growth that they can keep building onto the young players in this last handful game of games in the season, and they move towards next off season. Why not do something fun? They have an open roster spot. They applied for a hardship extension, and apparently Delhi and Nance aren't coming back this year because nope. of it. So. Have some fun. Do something entertaining. You can have some fans in the arena. Why not have them be entertained? Like I remember when delhi first came back, how juiced up the arena was, and then everyone soured on him really quick when he fixed it. He changed his shot mechanics, but just well, let people pe- have fun. People, I don't know yeah. what the big deal is. Like what? Who, 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 yeah. What are the Cavs going to use that roster spot for?
0: Right, Jeremiah um, Martin. I don't think. Yeah, there's it's not like you're going to get like a, a a guy you could turn in the rotation piece like uh, right now anyway. Um I think the time. only thing I would, yeah, I, I think the the if there's a conversation to be had, it's probably that, like, there has to be something beyond, like, nostalgic players for people to care about on this Cavs team, but that, that's a, that's an exercise we can talk about um, on another day. Evan, if you could pick one random Cav, though, before we do our, our pay some more bills here. I just, Again, I just want to name. If you could pick one random Cleveland Cavalier to, to give, like, a 10-day contract to, just pull him out of the woodwork and pop him for a 10-day, who would it be? Anthony Bennett. Oh, okay. That's an inspired choice. Mine's Jawad Williams.
1: Ooh, and that's a good pick, too.
0: St. Ed's. St. Ed's. Play that local angle up. Call it a day. Uh, but, Evan, let's pay some more bills. Um, first up, we got our, our friends at Bill Bar, who are, uh, again, a fantastic... Uh, sponsor of the network and they've evan as always they're coming in hot with all the great flavors they, has, they have nine delicious flavors right now that are plus the limited the occasional limited time flavor including the mocha one that was just that dropped the other day You have coconut coconut almond cherry raspberry mint brownie peanut butter brownie double chocolate and salted caramel there's something for everyone um, my favorite bar right now i gotta go mint brownie it's a staple and it's just absolutely awesome evan do you have a do you have a favorite
1: Cookies and cream is pretty good, but I am really warming up to the churro puff. I ordered some the other day, how much I like them.
0: Yeah. Uh, If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can also get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine current flavors in rotation. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. If you are 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, and just five grams of net carbohydrates. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. If you don't know what to get uh, mom for Mother's Day, well, most moms I know love Bill Bar. Send her a box and you're sure to get her favorite, at least for a while, until you get her the next box of Bill Bars. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. Order today. Get that raspberry, mint, brownie, whatever you like. Let me tell you
1: about our other sponsor bet online bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing get it and you can track all the action at bet online this week had tons of sports action on the go as the nfl draft and the kentucky derby were back and the as the first leg of the triple crown began last weekend get all the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including the mlb nba nhl and all your ufc slash mma action Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but only if you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
0: All right, Evan, last segment here. Uh, let's talk about this Blazers game. I don't have a ton to say, to be honest with you, because um, here, here's here's the, the the TLDR of this all. Cavs are coming off a back-to-back where they played in overtime. Their best two players, or at least their two healthy young players right now, Sexton and Okora. Uh, Okora played, like, 47 minutes. Sexton played, like, close to 40. They have a bunch of injuries. Portland had tonight off. They've been really good the last two weeks. Uh, have dames looked incredible again you know norm has been fun for them etc i think that like i i thought this tonight but the Cavs came in and really put up a really good fight against a very good phoenix team a phoenix team that is tied for first in the western conference right now Uh, could very well be like the number one seed in the entire league come come the playoffs which is incredible and we should i think we should talk about that at, at some point in terms of what the Cavs could learn from it but i think the Cavs might just get that their their stuff rocked um on yeah. Wednesday night at home against Portland, against Dame, uh, against the Trailblazers.
1: Yeah, Damian Lillard is probable. Uh, I'm looking at the injury report now. Zach Collins is out. Norman Powell is questionable. So let's just assume Dame and CJ play. Northeast Ohio's own CJ McCollum. Um, it's going to be tough. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be any narratives or people blowing things out of proportion after what Kevin Love said on his appearance on that podcast on Yahoo Sports, but where he said he'd love to play with Damian Lillard and play for the Trailblazers one day. Uh let's not read too much into that. Um
0: I, I gotta just say though, the amount of I, I the the text I got about that and talking to people about it, like friends that are that are Cavs fans and just being like, I'm out on like the I think the Kevin Love thing has just like become like very uncomfortable unfortunately. And yeah. that that was just like the like that wasn't recorded like I just I think it's very clear to me that this was recorded like some time before. I don't know when uh, there was, like, that teaser that was put out there, like, the week before, and then, like, it dropped, the full episode dropped. Um, but this was, like, if, the, if there was, like, a Sunday building of, like, people being really annoyed at Kevin Love, this was, like, the cherry on top of that Sunday.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it was just a weird situation as a whole. But, um, yeah, the Cavs could get rocked. They went overtime against Phoenix. And they looked just gassed in overtime. Like you said, were, in the first segment, they were outscored 20-4 to in that one. Um, Isaac Okoro played nearly 48 minutes. Colin Sexton, I think, logged over 40. Jetty Osmond's going to be getting some burn as well. Like the cat And the Cavs could rest Kevin Love as well. Like Things could get really murky really fast and could get really ugly really fast because uh, Terry Stotts is kind of coaching for his job right now. He doesn't have much job security with the Blazers. But um, it's just kind of wild to see how things are unfolding for Portland. But this could be a good restart game and a good palate cleanser for them because... This isn't a very good defensive Cavs team, especially with how gassed they're going to be, and um, I don't know. Damian Lillard's incredible. I'm gonna have fun watching him play.
0: Yeah, he's a lot of fun. I want to see Okora defend him. I want to see Okora like handle that to some degree. Um, if he play, I mean, assuming like everything's all right there, and like there's no there's no quite issue. Um, I gu- I guess like. I guess this is just like one of the the problems of the yeah. of this season, you know. Like this is such a condensed season that like you just have like schedule losses are a thing. Like Baxter Holmes at ESPN did a really great piece with this a couple of years ago, but like Portland was off on May fourth. They played, uh, they lost on May third, but they're off. Then they get they get seven thirty p.m. in Cleveland. The Cavs are going to be less than twenty four hours on this turnaround. Um, played in overtime. Phoenix has the same situation. They're playing in Atlanta on on Wednesday night, which is tough for them. And then the Cavs get Dallas twice in three days. Like this is just like a brutal end of the stretch and like the, the schedule is just very unforgiving at the moment. It's it's it asks a lot. And like I like I I almost wonder if like Andy plays tomorrow just because like they're running out of bodies or if like I I mean like is Lamar Stevens or Isaiah Hartenstein gonna get put back in like are they gonna be cleared from a concussion protocol? Like
1: You know, that's actually an interesting question. Um if Kevin Love is benched, do you start talking Bailey at the four or do you throw Andy hear- in there? <laughs> Coggin Bailey and Dean Wade might need to just play, like, 40 minutes each. Uh, I forgot about Dean as well. So, Dean Wade... like in J- like start. It's like
0: Jarrett's going to play 40, Dean can play 35, and then Coggin Bailey can just, like, fill in the other minutes if Andy's not ready to go.
1: So, he would play 23 minutes then, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's, go. he's got, like, I just... I, I think I would... If I'm JB, I'm resting Kevin tomorrow. I don't really see the upside of playing him at this point. No. Um, unless he's, like, banging on your door to play. But, like, I honestly, like, dude, if if... If there was ever a night where like I would be comfortable resting a rookie, like I might rest Isaac Okoro. Yeah, like I don't think it's gonna happen. But he just played forty-seven minutes. He's played. He's leading the. He's leading all rookies in minutes per game. He, if he hadn't had that injury early in the season, he would definitely be leading all rookies in minutes. He's third right now as it is. Um, at least coming into Tuesday night's game, and like. <laughs> again like i would i would just be uber cautious with all of this stuff like i i just that that's just me um but like you know jetty had a couple weeks off like let let jetty play another 45 minutes or whatever like let let's let's get Roger thomas like more than a minute let's like just do whatever like let damian dotson like get some minutes back under his belt or whatever Coggin bailey should definitely play like 25 minutes though like that that i feel very sure about yeah, might as well see what you have with him, you know. He he's he's
1: intriguing. I guess I can get the upside because he's an athletic big man who can has a little bit of stretchiness and range. So meh, let's see, kinda see what you got with him. Kind of evaluate things for the future.
0: Yeah, any uh any anyone on Portland besides like the <sighs> obvious two, the, the Lillard McCollum show that you like watching that you're intrigued by? Anyone you want to shout out here that people should pay attention to and watch in this uh, game?
1: Carmelo Anthony he is a top 10 scorer all time now he is arguably one of the greatest players that i've ever get to watch play and now i get to watch him torch the Cavs bench unit because let's say a prayer for that Cavs bench unit um isaac okoro if he plays will draw the assignment of Carmelo and anthony and we'll just i would like to, to see Isaac sheet.
0: defend Melo, actually i think that would be cool that that's that's cool. worth it that's worth it alone that's a tough um, assignment because Melo's a big body how about you though i'm a, i'm a we talked about this when we when i went down the Jakob turtle rabbit hole last year um i'm i quite like uh use of uh he's looked i think a little better of late like, looks kind of getting more Nurkicy. um doing the stuff that you sort of want from him it at least seems like that i haven't can't say i'm like 100% glued in on there but uh there and uh fernie simons just every time i watch him i'm just he's so young still and it's just he's intriguing um yeah, Portland's interesting. Uh, interesting that Harry Giles just like is dead of the world there.
1: Um yeah, he really was like.
0: And then a Zach Kowalov just like I don't well, know what's out, going on there, but but um, I mean, but yeah, that's just like like was like I just want to point something out on this before we go. I just got to get this take off. Been saving this, been sa- I, and I forgot, but I'm, I've been saving this one in, in the holster for a while. Okay, it's not even hot. It's just like. Like we get people in the league, and I think on fake trades, we like wring our hands a lot over like, oh, this guy's got to be untouchable. Like, can't trade Zach Collins for Kevin Love. Yeah, like, that just still get, makes just me get, laugh, like, man. Just, get, just like like Zach Collins was interesting. I get that he's younger, cost controlled, all that stuff. Like, look look what has happened here. <laughs> like, I I don't know what to tell you what Zach Collins is anymore. You know that that is what it is. Um, Evan, let's get out of here though. Yeah. Let's and wrap it up. And, and sad news: the Oklahoma City Thunder lost
1: to the Sacramento Kings. So Cleveland is now. Wait, we got a. Let's do a.
0: Th- do you have a Tankathon up? Let's do a Tankathon sim and get out of here.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Everyone at home, mm-hmm. if you're listening, pull up Tankathon
1: and sim with us. Or
0: if you're, or if you're watching on WKYC, we're going to do a Tankathon sim here. Ha ha ha, baby. All right. Let me do mine, and we'll compare. We're on
1: my hands. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Here's here's Evan. Here's here's mine. Here's my top. Here's my order. Spurs jumped all the way to number one from (laughs) 12th. Pistons at two, Rockets at three, Raptors jump four spots to four, the Wolves drop to five and lose their pick to the Warriors, the the Thunder at six, the Cleveland Cavaliers at number seven.
1: Well, I'll go top seven as well because my number one is Cleveland, my number two is Minnesota, my number three is Oklahoma City, my number four is Detroit, my number five is Oklahoma City, my number six is Orlando, and my number seven is Orlando. Tough luck for the Bulls and the Rockets there. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but Cavs uh the, the the fade for cade certainly yeah. pulls itself out there. But that is gonna be it for lockdown Cavs. Thanks to Mikkel of Ultra, thanks to Built Bar and thanks to Bet Online for sponsoring the show. Again, if you're watching us in WKYC and are and wanna tune in for more, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. We're having some issues with Apple right now as are all podcasts, but uh please go to Spotify or wherever else you might download podcasts to check us out and as a reminder uh you got to check out the Locked On Today podcast get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast host Peter Burkowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts one day Evan and I will be on there um at some point to talk about the Cavs at at some point but follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts and Odyssey by the way is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y We'll talk to you all tomorrow after Cavs Blazers.